Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Glee, 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 of the week. Okay, Andrew, how are you Wait, doing? let's clap. Oh, oh my God. Okay. One, two, three. One, two, three. Imagine not knowing what that means, like to clap. Allison, we have the clap. (laughs) Wait, we have the clap. Wait. Um, One of my most annoying bits uh, at work is that something really, really small will inconvenience me. And I'll pretend to have a fucking meltdown. Oh, that's good. No! My life sucks! You're out of pitch. I can't hear you. I get the the message. Yeah, I'm like, my life sucks. My life's horrible. I hate it here. And it's like, I left my claw clip in the other room. I, I do the same. I, I do the um like dancing on my own was filmed, but not like a released performance. Oh, my life is the worst. I hate it here. What the fuck? Oh God, try being try being me. Try being me. <laughs> Think about how much. Wait, what's the line? Um, how how tired we are of it. Imagine how tired we are. Imagine how tired we are. Imagine how tired we are of it. Actually, I said before we started recording that I didn't have anything to talk about. But in fact, I do have something to talk about. And I don't actually know if it's good content, but we're going to try it out. It's it's okay. something to gas you up. Are you ready? To gas me up. Okay. Okay. Um okay. so um your birthday is now canonically over a week ago. A week ago, yeah. About a week ago, a week ago. 2 weeks ago as of the release of this recording, uh release of this episode and um I asked on the Instagram, <laughs> like, what everyone's favorite Allison bits are. Um, and do you want to just, you want to go through them? Yeah, I want to go through them. Do you want okay. to pull them up as well? No, I'm. I want. Okay, I want to just. To um, me. Yeah, just shower you and in bits. Shower you in bits. Shower me in bits. Baby. <laughs> um, love how she calls somewhere only we go. As somewhere Sorry. something coming, so, which along the same lines, somewhere, somewhere something, something coming. I do think I referred to it as that one time. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's like that's at least like part of that is a blolo. Something's exactly. coming. Something's coming. So a really good blolo. Um, I I live for any time Allison would wildly proclaim a random song best song on Glee. <laughs> It's a terrifying bit. It's so <laughs> scary. I do just be saying things, everything. <laughs> Nothing. I only experience time as it happens. Yeah. So anything that we have pulled from our cups in the past is no longer real. I'm only awake to the song that we are watching. And I just want everyone to be like, and this is not a drag at you or a diss at you or anything, but like, imagine if there were two Allisons that were hosting this podcast. <laughs> like, you th- you think 
you think this podcast is like terrible what? because like Allison is sort of like villain of Glacket? <laughs> what if because we like had she doesn't two villains of <laughs> I know. That'd be sick. That'd be scary to me. Um, we have to have you What's the the Crime Junkie podcast? I'm the one that everybody like kind of finds annoying. Do you take pride in that? Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> someone else said Mommy Mommy. <laughs> um what Lauren thinks said honestly explaining how eggs work. That was like that, that was, was really informative. That Thank really, you. I think I need to go talk to President Joe Biden and talk to him about Common Core because we are What's not learning core? this in schools. Like the common stuff you're going to learn in public school. Is Common Core something that I should be learning in public school? I don't I think you're just learning it. You, I don't think you learn what it's called. Common okay. Core. It's like, okay, learn algebra, pre-calc, and blah, 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 and also learn uh, your ABCs. And that's Common Core. That's, and I don't I think, realize that I'm in, like, the quantum realm. You don't realize that you're in the quantum realm until you're outside of it. You're in San Francisco sitting there with Paul Rudd and uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. And, and Michelle Pfeiffer's like, did you just send a signal down? Did you just send a signal down to the quantum realm? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Catherine Newton's like, ah, Dad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, someone said, loved her glee casting of musicals in Disney movies. Those are really iconic. And also, shout out to the Patreon. Um, I, I gave it a stab at writing these, and this is hard, hard, Mommy Mommy. Mommy Mommy, yeah, I, yeah, scary. Um, someone said, when she randomly started talking about beef. That? Um... If you got so... The Drew episode is, like, what, two hours long? It's, like, two hours and 30 minutes. I think Easily. that might still be, like, our longest episode. And I don't start talking about beef until two hours and 15 minutes in. Yeah, I would and say so. so if you got all the way to that, you're a real gleek and I love you so much. I start talking big about kiss. how in the writer's... Yeah, big kiss. We'd start... I started talking about how in the writer's room there was just like the smell of beef or they were i don't even remember i love you now. explaining this for the gleeks that don't have the stamina to listen just listen well, because <laughs> we started recording that and i think we started recording at seven so it was like nine but i had been up since five it was a long mm. day so it was the delirium when the delirium hits after like the first song of the third competition that's when i really get revved up that's when Mommy Mommy yeah. comes out. That's when the beef that's comes when, out. That's when oh, that's Whitney when we, Houston comes Whitney out. Whitney Houston. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, that's yeah. so true. Third competitions sort of have like an advantage because it gets like yeah. delirious. It, yeah. I, I start to like lose my <laughs> fucking mind. <laughs> First competitions are always like, huh, okay. Okay. Like, let's give this some serious thought. By the third song, I'm like, where's the beef? Like, <laughs> Um, this same person that was talking about the beef also said when she made the correct de uh, decision of voting for fighter over so emotional. Yeah. Okay. The okay. one person that supports me. No, there are like multiple people that really ride for you for that decision. Like mm -hmm. I, I really thought that it would be like a hundred percent my so side, emotional. which I guess they were like, hmm, I'm going to fight for Allison. Fighter There's for fighters fighter. There. There's some fighters for fighter. Another... <laughs> top tier blolo. I say all blolos are top tier. Some of these, like, I'm gonna be honest, some of these were kind of like, I don't know if you intended them for to be like mean, but like this next one, anytime she yells wait so she can explain her horrendous takes. 
Like that's it's because it's I her think, birthday. I think I say I, I I do a lot of wait wait, <laughs> and then I say just something really off the cuff. Something about Samchel. Yeah, yeah. something Samchel is the best. Uh, couple on Glee. <laughs> Bryn, this is again like this is like mean coded. Do you want to know? Do you want to hear these mean coded no, re- ones? I read all of them. I love. Okay, them. Bryn said when she said that certain Kelly Clarkson songs <laughs> weren't done on Glee, and both me and Andrew said at the same time they all were. <laughs> um. Again, I, my brain only has room for the now. Anything else? <laughs> It's I'm like all all those other Kelly Clarkson songs we pulled, and you had a say in them. <laughs> but that's um, the past. <laughs> her talking in such a high pitch that yes. Andrew can't hear it on the Zoom. That is like this. I love talking like this. Yeah, I had to explain that Didn't to my it. coworkers the other day because um, we had microphone issues on stage, and I was like, "Oh, do I need to talk lower?" Like, am I talking too high? That the pitch, it's too high it's of a pitch. It's too high of a pitch. The microphone doesn't catch it. Yeah. And they were like, dum-dum. I don't have a very high-pitched voice, though. Jane Lynch literally came for your ass. Do you remember this tweet when Jane Lynch was, like, <laughs> attacking female podcasters and was like, female podcasters, please, like, lower your register. It's annoying. Like, sorry that I have vocal fry. Like, I'm, uh, that's so misogynistic. I hate it. I hate it. Um, When Allison tried to sing Billionaire, but accidentally sang I Want to Be a Millionaire. That's okay. I'm being realistic. I'm probably not going to get to billions. Like, yeah. Um, When Luke was talking about how Allison should fuck more. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I took those words to heart. Thank you. I Luke. can't believe that was released content. <laughs> um, anytime she talks about birds, her laugh at the end of every episode. Oh, that's so sweet. I, that is very sweet. I I really I was like known for a very annoying laugh in high school. Like you can read it in all of my like signatures at the back of my yearbook. Like, oh gonna miss that laugh. I like that laugh. <laughs> I like that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's like that's like rude, like as a lasting memory. Yeah, no? I think people say that it's annoying, but they people uh, people love me. People can't help but be obsessed with me. <laughs> so scary, so scary. <laughs> I could never bring myself to say that, but I guess that's like my low self esteem speaking. Um, when Allison sings randomly and she says the most chaotic things on the pod, it's top tier entertainment. See, that was like a diss, but like. They yeah, say it's it good like entertainment. It was a backdoor compliment. Yeah. Um, all the time she would say that she is a clean stan and then proceeded to hate on them. Just absolutely fucking hate them. You have to, in every loving relationship, there's a little bit of hate. Yeah. Put that on a t-shirt. Oh my God. We should sell that as, as Glurge. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Glee. But it has just a big picture of like... Like Darren leaning on his <laughs> shoulder, and it's like in every loving relationship, there's a little bit of hate. Oh, that is so clean. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Anytime she talks about birds. Yeah, okay, someone said coining the nickname "I'm not like other gays." Well, I think. I'm sorry. I don't think I did that. That was that was definitely me. Oh 
not like other gays, the season six guy. Oh, like you were saying that you're not like other yeah, gays. Yeah, I was like, I didn't make that phrase up. <laughs> that was definitely not you. <laughs> no, I think you were the first one to do that. Um, and I was I'm like, like, oh, Andrew said it, so I can say it, I think. My my most proud accomplishment. That is, that's, oh my God, that's Spencer. Spencer, Spencer is his name. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm going to do a high pitch so Andrew can't hear it until editing. Um, whenever she talks about a very Potter musical and Darren in general, let me know when you're yeah. over these. Um, itch no, that scratch. This. Keep piping me up. Um, itch that scratch. That's a new one. That was for Maggie. I know. Maggie, I miss you. I can't wait to see you on Thursday. <laughs> this, that, this episode will already be out by then. Yeah, yeah I know. You're going to um, the prom. Really? Yeah. With the pro, like it's like a the stage, the musical. Yeah, the musical, the prom. Oh, fun! I'm Did you watch excited. the Ryan Murphy film? Never watched the Ryan Murphy film with Andrew Rannells and James Corden. That's right, Meryl um, Streep too. Meryl Streep. Yeah, I've heard of her. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we're seeing it at Chanhassen Dinner Theater, which is like a a dinner theater where you eat food and they perform for you. Oh, that's gonna be so much fun! I know. I'm really excited. I. It was like mid for me. I like the songs. Okay. I think that like the I general consensus of song. of the movie was like, eh. So I think that you'll enjoy the the stage. Okay. Dinner. What are you gonna eat while watching prom? I don't know. I was honestly gonna look up the menu. I don't know if like we've already paid for food, or mm. it's like a cafe Carlisle thing. Like you pay to get in, and then you also oh, have to God. pay money to, for the food and drink. That is, like, nightmare scenario. Can we, like, please end that? Yeah. Like, why are you paying a ticket to go spend more money? Yeah, and it's, like, you have to buy an entree. You have to buy two drinks minimum. It's, like, no. I think I should buy a ticket to a concert, and then the artist should come up to me personally and thank me and give me a free T-shirt. That's how, like, celebrity culture, we need to revamp. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come on, Hollywood. Take notes. Um, the moment somewhere we go sometimes was created. Do you recall? It was Adriana's episode. Was it? I think so. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like it was Reed's episode. I think that it might have been like earlier than Adriana. Even earlier than Adriana? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Real Gleeks? Let us know. Yeah. The the Gleek of the Week lore. That will be part of our, we're going to do, um, Gleek of the Week trivia for the end of, uh, Oh, okay. We're just announcing things. Announcing things in the middle of this entire (laughs) section. (laughs) Preview, preview. That will be one of the trivia questions. When was Somewhere We Go Sometimes Invented? Which episode? Trivia questions. Maybe like, I think Superlatives. That was like another um, that Joe Joe had. Mm -hmm. Um, So let us know. If there are any superlatives that you want to see done. Please. Like most likely to make it to the last round of the glacket most likely to most surprising in the second round like why are you here who and like who do you know here yeah um who put you on the list who put you on the glist andrew i have something for you that i texted um you about today and it's really not glee related but i think you'll find it funny no Um, well it, it includes a glee guest star it includes a glee guest star demi lovato so i'm getting very into Miley is coming completely a different person. Miley is sorry, there's like a little booger in my nose. And I just have okay. to deal with it live on the podcast. 
Sometimes that happens to Gleeks. That in the cave, okay? Am I good? I don't I don't know. You can't tell? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a different time zone. <laughs> Miley is coming out with her album uh, Endless Summer Vacation on Friday. Yeah. And I'm very, very excited. And Disney Plus is like welcoming her back. Like a little welcome home, welcome back to Disney Plus. Cause she's welcome back, baby. Her, yeah. Her backyard sessions on Disney Plus. So that got me excited. But then I was also like, I've been getting really into Demi Lovato's most recent album, Holy Fuck, mm-hmm. um, which is basically about how having sex with Demi Lovato is a religious experience. And I'm not going to say that it's not because I haven't been there and I would love to be. But I, I love believe, I love inside I jokes. Demi. Would love to be part of one one day. <laughs> um, <laughs> Demi, have sex with me. <laughs> Demi, please answer my calls. <laughs> um, I love the the interview with those like what they were were they like out of like a outside of like a Selena Gomez concert and they were like what do you think of Demi Lovato and the little girls are like she's pretty good for her age. <laughs> have you ever seen? you you're like six but i think it's iconic and then were you a big poot lovato fan a poot lovato was a fun like moment in the culture that was like yeah. poot lived in the basement right <laughs> yes and then there was also like a justin bieber one. Oh, was there i think there maybe if it wasn't justin bieber it was like someone else and they were like connected poot and poot and the other one yeah i appreciate it when I mean, I think the people that scare me are the Jelena shippers. Like, I can't get into that. I can't. <laughs> Justin and Selena stuff. No. I can't even think about. I think the, there are some Jelena shippers out there that truly, truly scare me. And I think that they take things too far. And I think that's kind of where Poot Lovato went. Um, Did it really go that far? I think it went too far. But I do appreciate when celebrities like... Leah Michelle is doing now about her reading capabilities. Okay, but then she also says to like New York Times, like, it would be different if I were a boy, Glee Cast version by Glee Cast. <laughs> I think she's right. I think she makes a point. But like you can't have both. That's my problem. It's like you can't you can't tell a journalist that it's like it's misogynistic and then also go on TikTok. Also feed I into it. It feels weird. Yeah, I that I does guess feel weird. there there does exist like a duality of a person, but like <laughs> for whatever reason, I that celebrities are exemptions where I'm like, you need <laughs> you have to, to be like consistent your entire life. I th- well, I mean, I, I say that in jest, but like, I feel like I do believe that as well, where it's like, okay, stay consistent for us. So yeah. we know what to do. Yeah. I don't know. So we're not having whiplash. Is anyway, it, I'm sorry to, start screaming after you <laughs> talked about poot and here i am talking about misogyny <laughs> screaming about misogyny oh my gosh what songs what songs are you predicting tonight i have one i have one Give me a hit with her, long, beautiful hair. I got shit to say about that, Gelt McDermott. Gelt McDermott, whoever you are, who is yeah, that? The composer of the musical Hair. Okay, I have something to say about that, Beyonce Giselle Knowles, the composer <laughs> of <laughs> Crazy in Love. 
I don't know if she composed Wait, that. Wait, what okay. was your song, Last Christmas? Why do you want La- that? Well, I think I, I do really want it to be in our last episode of um, the first round because I think that's a per... I think that might be our last Christmas song left okay. to pull. Yeah. And like that would be... Well, I Let It Snow. We, oh, Let It Snow as well. I, I think I really just want a Christmas song to be in our last episode to like really close cute. the book. Remember when we started and it was all Christmas? Yeah, and then the final with Christmas. Yeah, and then be like, oh, last Christmas I gave you my heart. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Thank you. Yeah. I never sent you a thank you note. And the very next day you gave it away. Oh, shit. That's why. Acting. Bye. Glee! <laughs> Gleeks, we are joined tonight by another loyal, loyal listener with some hot takes. Uh, AFSA, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. It's been a good day, and I'm excited to contribute to the Glacket. Yes, and your shirt. I have to draw attention to yes, it. Yes, thank uh, you. I only know the Glee version. Yes. That's wow. It's a Christmas gift from my friend who I'm forcing to watch Glee with me. <laughs> um, she's a big, like, 70s, 80s, like, 90s music person, and we okay. would right. frequently be in the car. And I'm like, Wow. I've never heard this version. The this normal version. version. Yeah. The first time I told her about Faithfully Glee version, she almost crashed the car. <laughs> Wait, in, it is? In horrifying. Ways. I'm not even like joking when I say that that is superior to the original. Yeah, yes. It's significantly better. I'm <laughs> not even joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> Silly. Wait, agree. what does your friend think about um, the Hitbox series Glee? She appreciates the satire. Um, she thinks Leah Michelle season one is gorgeous. That's her okay. main commentary. Every episode is Leah Michelle is gorgeous. Interesting. Um, wow. She has consumed some Glee memes, so she does keep quoting, "Boy, is she difficult, but she can sing." Ooh, every we're tired at this point. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> but she she's kind of enjoying it. Not enough for her to ask me to yeah. watch okay. it, but she will do it if I force her to. Okay. Oh, Which is what counts. Okay. That's only what counts. only upon force. <laughs> only upon um, force. Afsa, what is your relationship um, with the Hitbox series, Glee? How did you get introduced? So I got introduced by a random episode on television. It was the episode where they introduced Sam Evans. Um, so we love him. So okay. I started watching season two. Okay. Um, I was like nine when Glee came out. And so I was 10 at the time. It didn't occur to me that shows have continuity. So I didn't even bother watching the first season. Incredible. I watched seasons two and three, and then my mom got me the box set because I was obsessed. And she's like, you know, there's a first season, <gasps> like, could watch. Um, and the first season did change my life because it introduced me to my other favorite person on Glee, Jesse St. James. Yes. Ooh, okay. Yes. So yeah. th- from then on, I've watched every episode of Glee. I've probably rewatched Glee like 10 times. Wow. Um, yeah. My glutication is high. Um, Wait, so when you were watching season two for the first time, you didn't realize that there was a season before that? I, like, was cognizant of it, but didn't care enough as a child (laughs) to, like, really care. Like, whenever they would mention, like, Quinn pregnancy, it kind of, like, flew over my head. Like, they would mention that things had happened in season one, and they just didn't register to me. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they I guess they don't really refer back to plots that frequently <laughs> yeah. in Glee. They've got so. a little bit of continuity, but just not great a little bit. Not great. Yeah. 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 I can't even think of a single time that they like referred back to Quinn's pregnancy in season two. 
I like think, they, isn't it like I feel like she must mention it sometime during prom queen. Like it has yeah. to have come up sometime during the prom queen episode. She says that like she's angry about her stretch marks and blame it on the alcohol, which yeah, yeah. there you go. I guess yeah, it counts. It counts. Okay. Afsa, <laughs> uh, so Sam Evans is one of your favorite characters. He is one of my favorite characters, mostly just because of how hot Cordover Street is. Um, he is. That was my first introduction, so how yeah. do you stuck feel in the brain. about um, the people that he's paired up with? <laughs> I hear you have thoughts about Sam. This is a very leading question. Yeah, it's a very leading question. Um, I have only two Glee ships that I like feel in my soul, which okay. is Saint Barry and Sam Sadie's. They're the only ones who really do it for me. Okay. Um, I have watched Sam Sadie's edits. I've read the sparse fan fiction. Yep. that they have on fanfic.net there's not nearly enough of it and most of it is bad but yeah. i oh. am there for it um i love them i think season three for like three episodes was the best piece of television romance we've ever gotten yeah um and then they decided to shoot it in the foot and the heart and the head all of it they, well, they, just they completely, killed it. They completely forget about it come season four. Yeah. And then like when season five rolls around and they go to New York, they're like, hey, remember when this happened? And it's like, yeah. wait a minute. I forgot that you you remember that happened. Exactly. Yeah. And then they have them broaching things that I'm like, you didn't cover this the entirety of season three and summer <laughs> when you were like pining after each other. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? So just insane. Yeah, okay. I the the coffee shop scene at the end of season two, Sam Sadie's, like, is just like I think that I love that moment the most because it's like what what could be like the yeah. the the yeah. limit is like the the sky Die high. Yeah, and it's like and okay, they have the nerve to try to underpay Cordover Street, and I couldn't get season three, episode one, Sam Sadie's content. Right, right, right. Yeah. How, and how do we feel about Shane? I mean, I love how supportive he is. He's a great boyfriend. <laughs> he is a great like boyfriend. They, I, I'm glad that they gave Mercedes a great boyfriend in the interim. Yeah. Um, my least favorite thing in media is when there's a love triangle and they have to nuke the other love interest yeah. to yeah. justify the main one. And it's like, no, Shane was a great boyfriend. He was. Mercedes just liked Sam more. And that's yeah. okay. Yeah. So I'm yeah. glad that she had that while Sam it- was gone. And isn't the end of season two when Blaine says, I love you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. When Sam Sadie's walks in. Sadie's comes in. That is like, and then you're going into like a whole summer without Glee. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. We got the movie. We got the tour. We got the Glee project. Oh my God. (laughs) That was a big. We got the Glee Chevrolet commercial. Glee Chevrolet commercial was was Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 See the USA and your Chevrolet. Um, so you don't ship Samshall. You hate Samshall? I started as a Samshall shipper for like a little bit. Okay. Um, but by the time that we got to season six, I mm. was no longer. Like, okay. I think when I was first introduced to Sam, I was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Somebody to take out Finn. This yep. is great. Yeah. Um, and then by the time they introduced Sam Sadies, I was like, get Samshall out of here. Yeah. They don't need to be anywhere near me and my first right. ladies. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's that's fair. I I guess that's fair. I, I, do you have thoughts? I heard you had thoughts on Rydeek. Uh Yes. <laughs> I So actually, obviously, as you know, I am a glistener. So I have 
heard this podcast before. Um, <laughs> you know how I feel about Rydeek. Yes, I yeah. know how you feel. And it was the episode where you guys pulled I Lived. And you were like, oh, the little hand-holding scene, the hand-holding scene. And I yeah. was like, what is she talking about? And I yes. went and looked and watched I Lived like five times. And I was like, you know what? I'm sold. Right? I went back and watched um, like the feud episode. Mm-hmm. I swear, this year on my Spotify rap, Bitches Back, Dress You Up is going to be number one. As it, should be. As it yes. should be. I feel like I listen to it daily. Yeah. Maybe it's so more. iconic. It Wait, is so, so iconic. So you are also of the belief now that Rydeek is together in the yes. year 2020 in the Gloomiverse? 100%. Okay. I can't remember if it was TikTok or if it was Allison that brought this up, but there's also a like weird scene in a song that came up recently, I think in the Glacket where like they're like grinding and dancing on each other when holly holiday comes back yeah the happy holly yes happy they're grinding on each other yeah why are they grinding on each other if they didn't (laughs) just get together and then we just didn't hear about it interesting last we heard they were like neutral negative neutral (laughs) well yeah last we heard Ryder said i'm leaving glee club Club. he never spoke again yeah never mind uh yeah i rydeek endgame um, I think I knew. <laughs> I, no, I mean, like, okay, writer is, I feel like we need to say this because writer is inherently a terrible character. Yes. Um, yeah. I, yeah, sorry, yeah, let yeah, the yeah. record show. Let the record show. Let the record show. Unique does deserve better oh, by yes. a lot. Um, yes. Canonically, yes. Yeah. But so, in but... the subtext and the f- fan fiction, <laughs> their end game. There's Very a lot good. going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I just want to put that disclaimer out. Yes. We need to put the disclaimer <laughs> so people know that if it were real life, we probably wouldn't. No, we do not much. want this. We yeah. don't want it as much. Please, no. But in our minds. In glee, in our minds, mm-hmm. in our headcanon. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They're uh, grinding. They They're do grinding. be grinding uh, during Happy of All Songs. Um, <laughs> AFSA. You're a glistener. Do you have any hot takes on uh, this um, So as a St. Barry and Jesse St. James lover, okay. um, I do think that every song he ever contributed to should have gone and should go through. Okay. Right. So, you know, Hello versus Over the Rainbow, sacrilege. <gasps> that one hurt me. That one hurt me it. in my meow meows. That one was, <laughs> that one was painful for me um oh my gosh what was the other one there was other ones that oh listen to your heart going through i think i cried tears of joy when i heard that competition Mm. um really anything he touches i'm also a big vocal adrenaline stan even when they aren't as good as the jesse like peak i think my sharona was kind of good wow hot take wait no no wait 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 wait, wait. I'm gonna um, glotto correct you because that was actually the Warblers in season six that did oh my Shrona. Oh my gosh! Okay, I take it back. <gasps> it was in season. Vocal adrenaline was like like whip, whip it. it. Yeah, Which I glazed my have. gland. I glazed my gland. <laughs> I wait. So I you you still like the Max George Clint season six of it? All. I think it's fun. I don't yeah. like nothing will ever compare. To bow rap, you know, like Beau you can't, rap. you can't really match up, you know. <laughs> don't compete where you can't compare. I'm only but... referring to it as bow rap. Bow rap, yeah. yeah wow, we are we are changing rap. changing the definition. Um, but it's yeah, it's 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 good. It's not peak, but like, it's better than some Glee. Glee has done worse. Yeah, Glee has done worse for us. Do we have Jesse St. James left on the Glacket? 
I think that we might actually be done with Jesse St. James. I think we're yeah. done with him. There yeah. is there is Hello 13, sorry, Hello 12, Hello 13, Hello Love, yes. the deleted yes. scene. Yep. Not a contender wow. for the Glacket. Not a contender for the Glacket. just but watched one that. of my favorites. It's so good. I just Where'd... found that on TikTok and I sent it to Andrew. I was like, what the fuck is this? So good. It's so iconic. That was like the summer... I guess like the famously the summer after the summer we were just previously talking about yeah. that Ryan Murphy oh, just okay. went on YouTube and was like, here, I'm just going to upload a bunch of shit to yeah, fuck it. the YouTube. Fuck it. Here's I'll a bunch it. of deleted. And for once, <laughs> I thank Ryan Murphy. Yeah, I know. That's his greatest contribution to society is what uploading else, that clip. What Honestly. else did we get out of that um, uh, dump? We got we got Hello 12. Oh, we got like I Want You Back by Ooh. Grant Gustin. Stunning. Um. I don't think that that was like the same as like Santa Baby or like the box no. scene, but like, yeah, he had fun on YouTube for a summer. He had fun on social media a lot in general. <laughs> that yeah, man, a little bit too that much man fun. Go insane. <laughs> Wait, also, I don't know. Do you listen to um, and that's what you really miss? Afsa? I've been meaning to. I've been letting it build a backlog because I have a feeling that one day I'm just gonna like binge and gather intel all at once. Yeah. I feel like it's not something that I would like week to week listen to yeah but something i want to like really dedicate myself to and consume the, the reason i bring it up is because um it was revealed in last week's episode with ryan murphy that it was actually naira rivera that was the person that pushed ryan murphy to go on twitter and so i i feel like that's like that's like villain origin like she's <laughs> Ooh, scary to me that's She's terrifying. like, go ahead, Ryan, <laughs> go on that Twitter. Terrifying. And he got like, wow. he got attacked, but he did a lot of the attacking. Um, yeah. I just loved finding out this lore. Anyway, um, wait, so we don't have any Jesse St. James songs left in First Round of the Glacket, but what songs are we manifesting still? I really want to be on the episode where one of the Iconics gets pulled. Yep. Mm. Um, I want to be immortalized in that way. <laughs> I would like to go down in Glistery for the Glacket. Um, yeah. Hold up. I wrote a list of songs I wanted to hear come back, and they're written down in my phone. My Glee search, as I call it, got water spilled all over it last night. So <gasps> no disaster struck, but we are okay. But we are okay. Okay. Um, I want to see. I can't teach your boyfriend how to dance. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Because I really care about Blaine. Um, but because Jessie. watching Finn and Jesse fight is yeah. so yeah. funny to me. I think that's one of the funniest Glee songs. MJ. Yes. Um, oh, and I'm manifesting to Sir with Love because I think that's the only moment Will has ever truly hit for me yeah. um, is in that scene. I think that scene is kind of emotional in a way I wasn't expecting any time I watch it. But every time yeah. I watch it, I'm like, I'm in my feels right now. So it does hit. Two, He's not even my singing and I'm crying. Exactly. So those are my manifestations. For him. Okay. I'm proud yeah. for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really iconic choices. I really hope that we, we get a big song with you tonight. I, um, I want this to be somewhere we go sometimes, Knight. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared, but excited. Genuinely. Um, okay. That's in your cup, right? It is in my cup. You have the other one. Oh okay. Terrifying. So oh. it could be matched up. Oh, not a good literally scared so is it just all the clips in a little folder that you scroll through <laughs> are they like yeah. organized well by episode at least? yeah andrew okay. has, has organized them by season by season and then they're alphabetical Stunning. Um, thank you and we both have hard drives that uh that have all of them i've wondered this every time do we know what it is oh i do gosh 
This you... reeks of season four, season five, Rachel. Yep. It's, and honestly, right. yeah. It's, it's I can't even. Glitter in the air, yep. I just want to show you my essence. I don't know how to write a script, but I know how I want it to Doesn't be. know how to write. <laughs> or read. <laughs> Have you ever fed a lover with just your hands? Close your eyes and trust it. Just trust it. Have you ever thrown a fistful of glitter in the air? It's only half past the point of no turn, the tip of the iceberg, the sun before the burn, the thunder before the lightning, and the breath before the phrase. Have you ever felt this way? Touching my coffee, calling me sugar. You call me sugar. I never realized that she does that like closed mouth smile. You know, like um, <laughs> the meme is like when white people see each other. <laughs> <laughs> when white oh people gosh. pass each other on the street. <laughs> well, like, why did she make that face after the song's over? That's just like how she wants her show to feel. It's derp. <laughs> yeah. I maintain okay. that song and that exchange is why her show went so horribly. Yeah. Um, I love the song, and I think she did a really great job on it, but I think she misrepresented herself, because if there's one thing Rachel Berry can't sing, it's a pop song. Famously, she ruined our nation's work, Firework, and, you know, <laughs> plummeted it into horrible song territory. Wait, how do we feel about Take a Bow? It's camp great. It is not... <laughs> it's not actually, actually great, great. <laughs> yeah there's not actually greatness in its veins um, oh that's so interesting yeah but it's okay. like it's decent but like this was musically good but yeah she misrepresented herself mm-hmm. and mm. that's why the tv pilot did not work she was not actually writing writing for rachel barberberry she was writing for some weird ultra tan version of rachel because... ultra tan <laughs> remind me does um 
whatever the hell actress from Bob's Burgers. Kristen Shaw. Yeah, does she end up writing the show that Rachel does, or does Rachel write it herself? Because I remember that being a bit. Okay, this is where, like, Glee, I cannot understand what happened here. Because Kristen Shaw gets hired to, like, write a TV show based on Rachel's life, gets sent to New York, writes about it. Rachel's like, this is stupid. They do the read-through. Hashtag, 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 hashtag. She doesn't like it. Then she sings Glitter in the Air to Kristen Shaw, and Kristen Shaw's like, oh, you actually moved me, Kurt. And then, and then Rachel's like, okay, let me write it. And then they liked the script. I'm moving to LA. She moves to LA. But then the T, they show like the pilot and it's like still like the hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. So is that what Rachel wrote or is that what Christian Shaw wrote? I don't know. Afsa, do you know any of, of this lore? Honestly, Rachel's TV pilot is a black hole in Glee for me. <laughs> yeah. um, just because I hate it. Yeah. Um, but if I remember correctly, like we're supposed to believe that they went with Rachel's version. And right. that's why she took it so personally when it's a failure. Yeah. I'm moving to LA! Yeah. 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 So. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, because... I mean, what vibe is this song supposed to give, Rachel? Um, does I have some behind the scenes information about this? Yes, about this you do. song. You do. Please give it to us. Um, so uh, I famously went to go to see Lee Michelle perform live in Boston this past summer. And this was one of the songs that she sang while talking about her time on Glee. And um, she was like, at the end of season four or five, uh, Ryan Murphy came up to me and it was like a, supposed to be a big character moment. I was like, I already know what song is going to be. It was the end of season five, Lee Michelle. And <laughs> I said that out loud. <laughs> um, and uh, she sang, she was like, I really want to sing Glitter in the Air because she went to the Grammys the previous week or something. And she saw Pink perform this above her, Flipping. obviously. Um, and it was like a big moment for Leah Michelle. And so she she said that th- it was this song and Make You Feel My Love were like the two songs that she chose for Rachel to sing on Glee. And I don't think that this was like, I, I watched it live and I was like, oh, maybe it will finally hit watching it live. It still didn't hit. Like, I think like she sings it beautifully. I don't think I like this song, though. No. It's okay. I do think Pink made history um, by flipping in the air like that. Yes. <laughs> but the song is mid. Rachel's performance of it is good. But yeah. mid times good. We're still in mid. <laughs> we're <Yeah>. still in mid. <laughs> the, it really distracts me when I can see her mouth juice. With oh. Me. When I can see like the spit on her lips and I just want to put a little aquifer on it. Mm. Um, also, the guitarist wasn't. Why was he there? What do you mean? He's, like, hired by the diner, right? I know, but there's little to no guitar in this song. Oh, I need to rewatch this for there's, the lips and also the guitar. There's, like, two seconds of guitar, but there's p- parts of the song where I'm like, why do we need him? Yeah. We've Send got him the home. pianist. Yeah. Bring back a backing track. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Let the guitarist go take a smoke break and just sing it, baby. Please. This is not... Uh, this is not an iconic Rachel moment for me. No. Well, I think this is this is like Rachel downfall era. 
Yeah, this is her slip and slide to the bottom. Slip and, yeah, slip and slide. <laughs> I recently watched Titanic for the first time, and there's that part oh that um, yeah. they are they all. This is sad, but I think that we're me and Allison have talked about Titanic we can joke jokes. About and the Titanic. We're allowed we can to joke. joke about the Titanic. We're allowed to joke about the Titanic. Um, so like people like were either like jumping off of the top of the Titanic yeah. as it was like sinking down, or they were just doing the slip and slide down, which seems like so. Why would you choose to jump off the I top would when you could slip and slide slip and slide so that's what rachel's doing here yeah. um the one moment that really stands out to me in this um really forgettable song i'm sorry is the calling me sugar um calling, calling me, me sugar. sugar you were you were stealing the name of a much more iconic Shibata. character on this tv so series yeah oh my yeah. gosh so much more yeah. iconic. i know i wish sugar <laughs> mata had been there oh my god could you imagine she yeah. would upstage and then yeah. she would have sang the line "Sugar," and then Sugar Mata would have been like, <laughs> Audio "That would have been great." Audio Check medium. <laughs> um, okay, we got a a clean duet. Oh a, no, a a big one. Ooh. Oh no, I'm Ooh. terrified. I'm scared. I'm excited. I think I know what it is. Can I guess? Yeah, you can guess. Is it come what may? It is come yes! what may. Yes. Cinema. Cinema. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy this. This is good. Iconic. <laughs> Never knew I could feel like this. Like I've never seen the sky before. Want to vanish. Inside your kids
First of all, Chris Colfer's jaw in that entire musical performance is carrying. Yeah. Carrying the musical performance. Every side so shot in sexy rapture. to me. Yeah. Slice through things Anything. that are hard to slice through. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Like Darren Chris. Like Darren Chris. Like Darren Chris. Cut him Careful in half. Now. Yeah. For real. Um, so what do we think? Come um, what may, Cast versus Mike Cast. So... I'm not a big Clane music person. I think they provide a lot to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Clane duets, they don't really hit for me all the time. I mean, we infamously have candles, um, but we don't need to speak about that tragedy in American history. Listen, you brought um, it up. You brought it up. <laughs> but this, this is great. I actually really like this. Um, I think Kurt sounds amazing. Darren Chris is Darren Chris. So like... Yep. We knew he was coming. He was bringing yeah. what he brings. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I don't actually have any knowledge on the movie they're supposed to be referencing. Okay. Um, I've never seen it. Okay. I'm, it's like Moulin Rouge or something. Yes. Like okay, it's, yeah. Yeah. Never Moulin seen Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Um, so for me, at least, the like set design and like background didn't do anything for me. Okay. But for the Gleeks that it did, I'm glad it did for them. And we yeah. got a great song. So this yeah. is overall good for me. This... It would it would lose to most things, but okay, it That's fair. it is great for me. Mm-hmm. I having been a Moulin Rouge aficionado, uh, if you will, um, this set is kind of like the great value version of. Um, That's what I was thinking. Yeah, of Moulin Rouge, like I I like the attempt at like the elephant, uh, little hanging over thing. What is it called? Like a the canopy like the, the canopy yeah it's supposed to be yeah. an elephant they're supposed to be like on top of an elephant and uh it does it's not really working out but i always wish that they like made it look like they tried less because like the amount that they tried it's like oh oh I, like a for effort but like not enough yeah not kind enough. of in a weird direction yeah. wait i'm curious before you go any further what is your your relationship with the moulin rouge precedes glee me yes yes yeah. Well, or was it this no, that got you into Moulin Rouge? It wasn't this that got me into Moulin Rouge, but I was a theater kid, so like sophomore year of high school, I watched Moulin Rouge. Oh, okay. So uh, it was before they sang this song, mm-hmm. but it wasn't before Glee. Okay. Um. So the attempt at the set design is fine. I think this is a very good movie song for Kurt and Blaine to sing. I really yeah. liked that it was included in this episode. Um, I love... I just love it. I think Kurt and Blaine sound so good together. I mean, when I fan-casted Moulin Rouge with Glee characters, I cast uh, Blaine as Christian and Kurt as Satine. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very, like, it's very cute, and the story is tragic, and 
it, this song brings out such a deep emotion. But I like, I hear this and I'm like, love this. This is great. But it puts yeah. it enough in my brain that I'm like, okay, fuck the Glee version. I'm going to go find Aaron <laughs> Tveit's version. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's I'd, so interesting. I'd much rather I'm not if I'm gonna reach for something Moulin Rouge, I'm not gonna reach for Come What Meg Leecast version. I'm gonna re- reach for El Tango de Roxanne with uh, Aaron Tveit. Ooh, wait. So how often are you reaching for this version? What would it take for you to reach for it? For re- to reach for Come What May. Yeah. Leecast version by Leecast. It that has to, it, it's going to show up in the Gleek of the Week remaining songs playlist. That by January, chance, January, that's you're the never only time. Listen to this again because it's leaving the playlist. I know <gasps> because I'm I'm not I'm not reaching for it genuinely, but I I do like it. Like this is another classic. I love when Allison says she's a Gle- Clane stan and then she just <laughs> fucking walks all over. Clane. She's the worst Clane stan. I'm the worst Clane stan <laughs> to ever exist. Um, but. I'm not reaching for it, but I love it and I appreciate it for what it is. And it's on brand for the the couple. It makes sense. Um, I love that. I love the thought of Kurt and Blaine snuggling up on the couch together to watch this movie multiple times. Like, mm-hmm. I I love it. I was surprised how much I like this. I I I don't think that I reached for like the MP3, but the MP4 was like kind of like iconic. Like, yeah. I think it's I think it's it's kind of like silly in a way that it's mm-hmm. like they when they have those like um vignettes of clay mm-hmm. it's like here's what you missed on clay um yeah. i i enjoy i thought it was just fun i don't know and i think this is a good song for their voices yes. um i'm reaching for this song now i okay. like it okay okay yeah Will you also reach good. for El tango de roxanne aaron Tveit? uh can't say i've ever heard his version Sorry. But I'll check it out. I hear good things. You will. It's very good. More than anything, I love the little scene after this um, where Kurt, instead of making a smart decision, getting up to go get a water during the song, you know, going to the bathroom, pretending to be on your phone so you don't watch it. Yeah. Fully absorb yourself in the scene so you cry in front of your new boyfriend and it gets leaked to him that this is you and your old man's song. Yep. Um, yeah. So that he is knows you're still desperately in love with him. That yep. is definitely the solution you should move forward with. Not any <laughs> other things you could have done to hide that. Nope. Um, listen to it from the kitchen and cry over there. Yeah. You know? And honestly, like a really like bad ma- moment for Santana too, where yeah. she was like outing Kurt, saying yeah. that Klein used to say this was more in like singing this song would be more intimate than having sex. Like wh- that's so rude to say in front of his yeah, new boyfriend. It's horribly rude, and yeah. also quite the statement from Clayne. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but... no, no. But honestly, after watching this, I get it. Yeah, I think this is more intimate than having sex. <laughs> I'll accept Sing it. Me, love song to each other. <laughs> it's beautiful. I'll accept it. It's 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 great. Yeah. It will be getting my vote. Um, that's what I'm. I'm voting for. Come what may. Is it well. has to happen. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, unanimous. Come what may. Unanimous. Unanimous. Come what may. Glitter, glitter in the air sounds like we're we're saying a glee word. Yeah, it, it sounds like <laughs> glitter. We're saying glee litter. Glee litter. Okay, Andrew, weren't you having a glitter in the air like moment a couple? I know. Ago? If we if we pulled this song like a few months ago, if we pulled glitter in the air a few months ago, then I think it would have. You would have fought done for something. it. I would have fought for it, but like, it's we pulled it today, and this is who you get. This is who you get. 
Hello, hi, um, it's Andrew. I'm in the midst of editing this episode, but I have a very important message for y'all. Our two-year podcast anniversary is quickly approaching, and we're hoping to get a few of you involved in the celebration. If you recall, a few months ago, we called called Glistener Patrick during an episode to have him help us vote on a matchup, and we're bringing that back for our second anniversary because we loved it so much. But not just for any Gleeks. While we thank you and really appreciate from the bottom of our glarts, Glarts, Glee Farts, Glee Hearts, all of the guest submissions on the previous form. Unfortunately, we will be retiring it because we found that a lot of people who filled out the form weren't actually glisteners at all. They were just Gleeks that saw us post that on Instagram, which is why I come to you in the middle of the episode with this new opportunity. For those of you who want to participate and are over the age of 18, go to the link in our bio on our Instagram and look for the link to Audio Medium. We're being really sneaky with this. Fill out the form and tell us about yourself and what makes you a loyal glistener. Um, Give us your favorite moments. Are there competitions that still keep you up at night? Are you more hashtag Team Allison or hashtag Team Andrew? Submit the form and you could be the tiebreaker for this episode. And who knows? If everything works out with this episode, we may continue to use it in future rounds of the Glacket. Okay, back to the episode. Um, Season four, we manifested this, I think, last episode. Um, Really? Yes. I think you heard it in a bank. Oh, next to me. Oh my God. (laughs) So many thoughts. him next to me you won't find him trying to chase the devil for money fame for power out of greed you won't ever find him where the rest go you will find him you'll find him next to me next to me next to me refreshing. I, it was cute. Oh, 
video was really cute. Afsa, what are you thinking about next to me? So I love the song next to me. Um, I do love (laughs) how she jumps from him not being a gambler to him sticking by her side during the apocalypse. Yeah. Um, I love the multiple subjects. (laughs) Oh my God. You know, a partner can be a great partner. You love it. Um, I personally think that every time Adina Menzel comes on Glee, it's evident that they cast her for her Adina Menzelness. Um, and to genetically link Rachel Berry to a Broadway brunette, um, mm-hmm. to like reinforce in us that she has Broadway brunette energy in her veins. Yeah. Um, that's super clear to me. So as much as I love her, it does sound like she is an Adina Menzel impersonator singing Adina Menzel voice. Like she's really yeah. over-exaggerating what makes her Adina, um, which I do love. I think it's great. Um, I also hate Shelby with every bone in my body. Um, oh yeah, Shelby Villain. In my list of bad Glee characters, I think she's my least favorite. I think she's right there <laughs> oh. at the bottom. Mostly but for I the think... child abandonment of yeah. season one. Well, yeah. Truly insane. Also, I don't know if this is fanon, because I've just read so much St. Barry fanfic, or if like this is completely canon, <laughs> but her like overtly telling Jesse to get close to Rachel. So yes. Can... Yeah, okay, great, great. Okay. No, that's right. right. Sometimes yeah, I read, that was sometimes, not fan fiction. Yeah, sometimes no. I read too much and it's like, this is fanon. Um, yeah. Sending Jesse yeah. to get close to your daughter so that he can slip her a CD when he could probably just like do a little bit of breaking and entering yeah. and like drop it in her locker or something. Like, you had him no, do it's... all of this emotional manipulation listen i am right with you afsa with shelby absolutely is the worst villain on glee like worse being like she is the most terrible human being but doing that is simply hilarious that like i dreamed a dream of it all like hey like drop this little like into a box while like she's searching through her baby's stuff and being like ooh found this and then she's like hey baby like I, I recorded this just for you I think that's so funny I do hate her though <laughs> her big plan with this CD is that Rachel hears the CD and then presumably Jesse has to find some suave way to go oh wow you know who that sounds like that sounds like my vocal adrenaline coach Shelby well like what does she do? Okay, so she, Jesse drops this the the tape into the box. Yes. Rachel finds it, and then I think it's like a few episodes later that they're, she like sneaks sneaking into Vocal Adrenaline, and she realizes when right. Adina Menzel sings Funny Girl because she's like the only person that could sing Funny Girl other than me would be my biological mother. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, why was she counting on her sneaking in to a practice? Like right. yeah, How, what, you went through the, all. What was the trouble, plan here? All yeah. this trouble. You had him emotionally manipulate your daughter that you're trying to <laughs> form a connection mm-hmm. with, and you didn't guarantee that she would know it was you. You just prayed that she yeah. would be curious enough about vocal adrenaline to sneak into the auditorium and happen to stumble Dumb. upon you on a good on on a good practice day where you didn't have anything else to do. So you yeah. Yeah. funny trouble. <laughs> like, yeah. Why yeah. not just have a little note that just says the word Shelby? And then, yeah. you know, right. then and be Jesse like, can nod my like, address. With my address. <laughs> or not even that in case it like violates the, you know, adoption agreement. Yeah. Write the word Shelby on the CD. 
yeah. sing on the CD, and then Jesse goes, huh, I know a Shelby who kind of sounds like that. And yeah. then, naturally, he's served his purpose to you. Yep. And he has moved forward. Yeah. Yeah. She, in this song, I would say Rachel sounds better than Shelby. And I would say this is the only time that Shelby shows up where it's, like, well-intended. Every other time that Shelby shows up, she means trouble. Yeah. She's causing some chaos. (laughs) She's gonna be like, I'm about to fuck some bitch up. (laughs) Every other time. (laughs) I'm gonna ruin your life. (laughs) Um, But I... That being said, I love this song. I yeah, it sounds so so good. One thing I wanted to draw attention to is Shelby literally wearing the Idina Menzel if then poster <gasps> outfit. You know what? I think that she is. I was wondering why it looked familiar. <laughs> yeah, she's doing soft <laughs> promo for if then. I was like, suspicious. <clears throat> okay, I was wondering why I bought tickets for if then immediately after exactly. watching this episode. I was like, Wait a second, I gotta see Adina live on Broadway now. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but my question for you, Allison, is like, okay, if you like this, yeah. then what is it about poker face that <laughs> you detest? Um, this is an honest rendition of this song. Poker Face, Glee Cast version by Glee Cast, is a complete bastardization of Poker Face by Lady Gaga. Don't say that. That's so but mean. Why are you booing her? She's right. She's <laughs> no. right. She's right. Poker Face <laughs> is their attempt at doing some sort of remix arrangement that yeah. would set them apart. Show that Glee's not just a cover show. We can yep. also arrange things into fun things. And all they did was emphasize poke her face. Yeah. And if they had... with my muffin. Exactly. Stop. That's hilarious. Again, Shelby <laughs> is a hilarious queen. She's a hilarious queen who ruined an iconic Lady Gaga song. Oh, my. No. No. I've said it. And I, I, I think I said it when we pulled Poker Face. I think that there's something in the, the fabric of Poker Face, Gleecasters and Mike Gleecast, that is exclusively for gay men. So I, d- I don't expect you to get it. That is possible. That is possible. And I accept that. So, yeah, anyway. I ex- it's, it's not in my blood. It's not in my blood, Shawn Mendes. Um, Should have done it on Glee. Should have said La, 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 la. <laughs> Lyle yeah. Crocodile, what are you doing here? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I love this song. I think it's the best Shelby-Rachel duet. Um, Wait, are you really saying? I'm the, saying uh, Between the four. Because, because we have this, we have Somewhere, which we haven't pulled yet. Yeah, we have right. Dream a Little Dream. No, I Dreamed a Dream. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I Dreamed a Dream. And then Poker Face. And yeah, next to me is the superior one. That's the it, best one. I, okay. I have to agree. Yeah. Wow. Right in front of my Poker Face. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I pulled the next song. Uh, always scared. forget that this is so terrified. part of the Glacket, that we have to watch this. You will know what song oh, it is. God. Are you ready? Though the world is full of a number of things, <gasps> I'm no. sure we should all be as happy as. But are we? No. Definitely no. Positively no. Decidedly no. Uh-uh. Short people have long faces. And long people have short faces. Big people have a little humor, and little people have no humor at all. 
And in the words of that immortal god, Samuel J. Snodgrass, as he was about to be led to the guillotine. Make him laugh, make him laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? Ha ha! My dad said, be an actor, my son. But be a comical one, they'll be standing in lines for those old honky-tonk monkey shines. Now you can study Shakespeare and be quite elite And you can charm the critics and have nothing to eat Just slip on a banana, peel the world's at your feet Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh Make them, make them laugh Don't you know everyone wants to laugh My grandpa said go out and tell him a joke But give it plenty of hope Make them roar, make them scream Take off all but a wall, split a seam You start off by pretending you're a dancer with grace You wiggle till they're giggling all over the place And then you get a great big custard pie in the face Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh It is giving fever dream vibes. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I'm going to pull something up that I want to share screen with you, but I'll I'll bring it up. So Harry Shum Jr. is extremely talented. Um, A man of many talents. Um, If this is what made the Shadowhunters producers pick him up for Magnus... (laughs) Then God bless this number. Otherwise, I think this number deserves a spot in the worst Glee songs. Um, it is pretty horrible, except for how like talented of dancers they are exhibiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If MP3, did they even make an MP? They made an MP3, but this is in the Glacket. That's horrible. it's in the Glacket. That's horrible. That's what they I was tried thinking. to charge people. Money. They tried to charge people for this. The MP4 is what you we should be paying money for. Yeah, because this yeah. is nothing without the visual. Without the visual, <laughs> I don't even know what's happening in this. Moment. We don't need to listen to this. No. Um, can I share with you my personal? I ha, what is this from? Singing in the rain. Singing in the yeah. rain. I have not seen that ever, um, but. I do know the Darren Chris make him laugh cover. No. Oh, no. <laughs> but just listen to it. Sorry. 
Audio medium, I've had a skeptical look on my face this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does he think he's doing with this? He's changing the world. Like, he does all this, like, artsy-fartsy stuff. This is literally from 12 years ago. Darren Chris is pure genius. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, deep in the sauce. Deep in the sauce. So... There was a Tumblr series called 31 Days of Darren Covers. And so I had a file folder of 31 Darren Chris yeah. covers. And this was on it. And the version that I downloaded would make my speakers pop. Oh. Like literally make my earbuds pop in my ear. Yeah. And uh, I, so I would skip it every single time. Uh, but Darren Chris really thought he did something with that. I think he did. Honestly, like, I'm not even joking. I'm going to listen to that after You're going to listen like, to that? Okay. Like, that was kind of, like, really iconic for me. Also, I was really distracted. Audio medium, <laughs> the the suggested videos next to that YouTube video of Darren Chris singing Make Him Laugh was um, best of, okay, yeah, best of the Glee Project season two, Abraham Lim, obviously. <laughs> And the Naked Brothers band <laughs> Blueberry oh Cotton. What is it? Wait, what is that song? My favorite song of all time. I'm not joking. unreleased naked brothers band song how many are there (laughs) (laughs) the entirety of season three they never released as an album you can't find it on spotify but you could buy it on Bandcamp. so i had it on Bandcamp, and i had it on my phone but i can't i didn't put it on spotify yet um but i was shocked you didn't wait can i play one last video (laughs) wow let's just do it so this this is this is not an ad for inside. This is not an ad. Don't don't go see it on March 17th. Go see it. This this is how I want to walk down the aisle at my wedding. Five piece orchestra.
don't know if either of you know that song. (laughs) I was a direction person. Um, I do not know that song, though. But I love a good wedding mashup thing. I follow the TikTok that makes like all the different ones. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. It's the perfect concept. So, so good. It's like, what if... You're the you walk down the aisle to the Outlander theme song, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. I watch Formula One, and they did one to the Formula One to theme the Formula song. Formula One. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, that's good. Oh my god, but yeah. So Blueberry Cotton is my favorite song of all time, and then um, that's what I'm gonna walk down to at my wedding. Andrew, you'll hear it when I get married. When you I know. I, I was clocking it. I was making mental notes. Yeah. Wait a minute. You do be saying things, as we have established. Yeah. But you, Blueberry Cotton, you're Genuinely. really saying that? Genuinely. I love that song. I, it means, it is sick how much it means to me. It's, it was literally written by a nine-year-old. A nine-year-old. How am I supposed to explain to future life partners that I have a Glee <laughs> podcast and my favorite song is by a nine-year-old. Nine That'll be your filter. That's true. That's how I when can they tell if they're you, a good person or not. Yeah. They ask you what your favorite song is and you say Blueberry Cotton. Blueberry Cotton by the Naked Brothers Band. I, you know, it, it I remains want somebody the... to say, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. That's do you want, so... no, you don't want that. You Do you, do you really want that a- want out of that. a partner? Really? Well, do I want to like because that's the thing is like when I find my future life partner, I'm gonna have to like force them to watch all of Glee, right? Right, but like, do you want them to and already be? You do know, I want them to be a Glee? Away. Do I want them to be like no Naked Brothers band, or do I want to f- sit them down and like eat my popcorn watching them watch Naked Brothers band? <laughs> yeah. Like, do I want to do that? I don't know. Genuinely, I don't know. There's still time. There's still time. I've got it remains to this day that the funniest thing that I think that you've ever said ever is that you went into, oh, I think you tweeted this like years and years ago. You went into a, a, a vinyl shop and you were like, um, do you have Naked Brothers band on vinyl? And I thought that was like the funniest. Thing. I remember like telling people about that. It was like, this is the funniest shit I've ever seen. Did you find it on vinyl? <laughs> no, it didn't exist. That's sadly. <laughs> Do you have blueberry cotton on vinyl? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Okay, oh anyway. Anyways, so make him laugh. Gleecast version by Gleecast. I mean, the vote is obvious. Yeah. Versus wait, wait, wait. Do we have anything to say about this? No. Um. I think the sound effects are fun. I think make it is like. Laugh, make I think it's laugh. hilarious. I. I I think that when they're on the floor and they're doing, <laughs> I that was like nightmare fuel. I yeah. really don't like that, and I'm sorry that I had to do it. Yeah, that was kind of scary. And that was I. I scared myself. Um, <laughs> and I think that it's um, also very funny that the the main cast of the second season of Glee are glorified like extras yes. in the background of this. And I think it's like it's silly and fun, yeah. and like Artie's just folding a tarp over and over and over again. <laughs> I love that. It really just goes to show how comedy has changed since Singing in the Rain was released, where, like, slapstick, pie in the face, slipping on a banana peel is what's funny, and now the only thing that makes me laugh is TikToks that are AIs of Donald Trump and Joe Biden playing (laughs) Minecraft. Oh, my God. (gasps) Wait, I'm loving those. Those are my favorite thing. So have you heard the, funny. 
I really thought it was real at first. Oh no. You can tell when they're fake. The, Wait, some how can, of the what AIs it, are pretty good. Some though. of the AIs are really good, but like you can tell when Joe's is fake because it yeah. stays really steady in terms of like the cadence and the tone. Yeah. Yeah. And my man Joe went to my alma mater, by the way. So I guess my okay. man Joe, yeah. kind of, I, love I guess. That. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he does not talk that way. He has a little <laughs> bit of up and down, a little bit of like random mm. interjection. Yes. Give it time. The AI will the AI improve. Will, it will yeah. improve. I have <laughs> the heard... AI is actually listening to your, your feedback. <laughs> right now, and they're improving. I have heard once of him and Obama. I think it was for Ice Spice, Boys a Liar. Yes! Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Wow. But like I love that's that we... the only thing that makes me laugh, like whereas pie in the face used to be funny. I know. We really cannot stay on this song no. as a topic of conversation. Next I to think me. says everything that it needs to Yeah. Be. Yeah. It's it, it's okay. next to me. Bye bye, make them laugh. Bye bye. See you never. See you never. That was the last we'll ever hear of you. I'll listen to the Darren Chris version before I listen to the fucking I will happily version. stream that. Yeah. I've got it on my iPad. Right next to blueberry cotton. Oh, okay. Okay. What does that? What does that mean? It's the final Shelby duet. Oh my <gasps> gosh! Of the show. I am done with Rachel Shelby I duets. I am done with Rachel Shelby <laughs> duets in this episode. I just got really excited because I saw the word somewhere, and then you thought it was time. Oh. I thought it was somewhere we go sometimes, and I was like, no, that's what I call it. Wait, did you see that? You need yes. to rewind it. I don't think that you, you saw it, Allison. It, Allison. <laughs> 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 Wait, audio medium Lee Michelle just licked her lips. Licked her lips twice over. <laughs> She's getting ready for this.
so deeply introspective during that song, and I have a lot to say, but I want to go last. Okay. okay. Afsa, what do we think? I love the dress. Um, so cute. First and foremost. Which, which dress are I we like talking? Rachel's dress. Really cute. Shelby looks mm-hmm. great, but I think Rachel's dress is very, very cute. Mm-hmm. Um, remind me the context of this, because I'm not going to lie. When Shelby's on my screen, I tend to go do something else. <laughs> Blackout. Yeah. When the Kill Bill sirens come on and Shelby <laughs> arrives. <Literally. laughs> Um, the context is this is Shelby's return in season three and she is going around the entire school, um, and like talking to the people that she's hurt the most and triggering them beyond belief. Um, and so, So um, Rachel is preparing for her Maria audition and she says, I'm going to sing I Feel Pretty as my, um, uh, West Side Story audition. And then Shelby says somewhere, this is my favorite line of the episode, Somewhere there's a place for us. And then Rachel turns around. She says, I just told you that there isn't. And then she said, (laughs) this song, I think that you should sing somewhere from West Side Story. And I just think it's hilarious that this is what the, the, what leads up to this song. Okay. Fantastic. Um, Because (laughs) two things, I feel like it is the most uncouth thing Shelby could do to have her daughter that she abandoned sing a duet with her in Rachel's mind, of course, or whatever. <laughs> right. But nonetheless, you abandon Rachel. You basically say, you're a teenager. I don't want you anymore. You're useless to me as a child. Yeah. yeah. And then you sing a song where it's like, you know, somewhere there's a place for us. No, in reality, there was a place for you. You yeah, didn't yeah. want the place. There's mm-hmm. not somewhere. There's not a different time or situation. Yeah. You had the place, you toured it, you put in the deposit, yep. and then the yeah. last minute, you decided to buy a condo. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? So um, true. Yeah. Also, I did not know the, like, plot of West Side Story mm-hmm. um, the entire time that I watched Glee. Until about, like, maybe six months ago to a year ago, um, me and my roommate finally watched West Side Story. Um, which one? The new one the new one yeah yes Mm -hmm. yes i cannot get past the first three minutes of the old one uh, Uh, because then the fake (laughs) hard first three minutes yeah and i go wait a second what's going on i tried to watch it once and i was like am i going am i am i going crazy or yeah is this a celebrated piece of cinema something feels very wrong with the visuals on my screen (laughs) yeah Um, but yeah so the new version and it's great i love you know Mm -hmm. sure the visual they gave us of ansel elgort killing her brother and then climbing into her window with his blood still on him yeah then have sex it's just insane horrifying like, oh, they didn't even try to dilute it for us where he like changed mm-hmm. they were like no you can literally see the blood, the blood. Still on him yeah yeah yeah. oh like, my god and then the nerve to get in his wife's face and go you don't understand what love is if you don't get it um i get that my husband was just murdered <laughs> by your brother <laughs> <laughs> and then he just had sex with his little sister and he had sex with him in our house in our yeah. house um Disgusting. But yes, every time I see any Glee West Side Story related anything now, you have to think about that. I you just think picture about it because it was single-handedly one of the most shocking moments of yeah. me ever watching a movie was realizing that they didn't dilute it for us. They didn't water it down. Nothing. Nope. Yeah. He just goes and kills him and then comes to have And then for, 
Maria to like try to sell Anita on the fact that it's like you just like haven't experienced love like I have when she just <laughs> lost her man. Yeah. Are you kidding Criminal. me? They're both crazy. Yeah, literally insane. Anyway, I, I want to get on my soapbox uh, because I do believe that every male character in major movie franchises have daddy issues. I think, like, Spider-Man, Iron Man, Thor, Harry Potter, all of them have major, major daddy issues, and it all ties back to the story of Frankenstein. And I, in this TED Talk, I will prove that every story is either Romeo and Juliet or it's Frankenstein. I just watched a video on this um, like, because, like, you've had this theory for a long time. Yes. Not to out you. Yeah. But, um, but I saw a video that it went further than that, and it said that there are actually, like, seven stories. Okay. And, and, and like, Frankenstein. they're all biblical in nature. It all yeah. kind of ties back to the Bible right. and several versions of it. And, but what I'm trying to say in this sequence specifically is that Shelby is the perfect example of mommy issues for Rachel. Like, uh, Shelby is... What I want to say is that Rachel very well could have been John Benet Ramsey. And here's why. Oh my god! <laughs> well, that was a hard laugh! <laughs> I need to hear it. I need to hear it. Wait, yeah. Because, so the whole overlying theory with the John Benet Ramsey murder, one of the theories is that... It's Katy Perry. It's Katy Perry, but also that John <laughs> Benet Ramsey was a very successful child, toddlers and tiaras, uh, pageant toddler, yeah, uh, pageant girl. And mom uh, was kind of a dance mom and was always jealous, like wanted her daughter to succeed, but only because she never got to. And there's always a resentment towards her daughter for being better than she ever could. Yeah. And follow-up kim kardashian um there's a video of kim kardashian telling kylie that uh she knows that kylie's having a boy because the girls when you're pregnant with a a girl they take all your beauty they like steal it all from you but when you're having a boy they like let you grow and like let you be beautiful and that's how she could tell that kylie was having a boy anyways so kim kardashian's statement is proof that Jamine Ramsey was murdered by her mother. So I see. Oh my God! Wait, what? I see what? Rachel as Jamine Ramsey. I see Shelby wants Rachel to succeed, but not that much because Shelby never got to, and Shelby will always resent Rachel for being more successful and better than Shelby ever could have been. Oh my God! I would have loved to see that played out. Yeah. Because I think that that does exist within the character of Shelby. Yes. That it's like, I, I hate this bitch. Yeah, like, actually, I fucking hate you. And I, I yeah. can't even stand to be around you. I don't even want to have a connection with you. Because right. I know that I would kill you and leave you in our basement. Sure. That's why she needed a little baby to mold. And she couldn't handle that Rachel somehow was wonderful and successful. With exactly. no contribution from Shelby. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that Shelby does say in the after the next to me performance or before it, whatever, she says, like, I'm going to get like front row, front row tickets to Funny Girl when you open. 
Was Where? Adina Menzel there? No. no. Nope. She hates that. She hates that woman. Yeah. Yep. It's very, very indicative of the issues that Rachel is going through, that half of her duets with her mom are imagined. Um, yes. That, like, don't even <laughs> actually occur. Well, um, I think that we're led to believe that the front half of somewhere did happen. actually practiced. But then there is, like, the she did sing it as a okay. solo. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it just, yeah. I I hate Shelby. I hate Shelby for doing this to, to my, one of my favorite characters. I Rachel is just, it's a natural human instinct to reach for your creator. Yeah. And Shelby says, Bye-bye. Just dangles that little fishing line right in front of her and goes, Yoink! I just, like, I'm... I get that people want to say, like, Matthew Morrison, war criminal, all of that, and, like, Will Schuster jail. But can we please Shelby shift the Corbin. narrative to Shelby? Shelby's an actual war criminal. Yeah. Like, I I, I have receipts of that. And yes. if you subscribe to the Patreon, I will actually release those receipts of release Shelby being war. Yeah. They'll be down below. <laughs> <laughs> Link in my bio. Link in my bio. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, Allison, though, you bringing up the Kim Kardashian quote reminded me of sometimes how boy moms can be which then catapulted me into thinking about the hit tlc show that just <laughs> premiered a couple weeks ago milf manor i don't know if i milf manor have heard of it <laughs> yeah the twist seen the concept i think only gleeks could handle that amount of terror on a television <laughs> it is terrorism on television one of the things on milf manor is that they the, the the milfs mm-hmm. are blindfolded and they need to recognize their sons based mm-hmm. on their abs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's giving Rosemont High School. It's, yes. <laughs> it gets worse. I, I know you're thinking, how much worse could it get <laughs> than blindfolding moms and going, you need to recognize your son by rubbing his naked torso. And you're going, that couldn't possibly, possibly get any weirder moving on. It gets weirder. It gets worse. Mm-hmm. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. There's scenes with a grapefruit. That's all I'll say for the people. Uh-uh. Yes. Exa- what you're envisioning. I, you know, this is a family-friendly it's worse. podcast. So. No, it's somewhere, not. Somewhere, <laughs> Oedipus and Freud are freaking the fuck out. They, well, they are. Both it's, of them. It's something. If you can find TikTok clips or little Twitter clips, I promise what you. What the fuck? It is insane. It is okay. amazing reality television. Like, whoever at TLC thought that up and thought, ah, yes, this is totally something that's Milf not weird manner. to do. <laughs> um, God bless them, because they have made some of the best reality television TLC has ever put out. Um, but also some of the most horrifying to actually witness. Yeah, I'm going to have to TikTok this. Uh, bringing it back to Glee, though, do you think that Shelby would be able to recognize Rachel based her on her abs? A- <laughs> her abs? Yeah, because she'd be like, this is what my abs would have felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This exactly. is what it felt like when I was 16 before I had a child. Yep. Before you ruined my life. <laughs> Literally, that is exactly what would happen. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Shelby on Mil- Milf Manor, please. Petition. Right <laughs> Sign the petition, please. Okay, last song of the episode. 
Oh my gosh, I'm. S- I feel so bad. I've said that we we do not have like any of the big songs in <laughs> this episode. Okay. Um, but we're having really fun conversation. That's we what are. really we matters. We just talked about John Benet Ramsey for a little bit. Exactly. Um, and I feel like this last song in the episode is giving like almost like John Benet Ramsey um vibes. Okay. okay. And I think I I think you'll get you'll understand say more. why. Or say less. <laughs> no, you'll get it. You get it. Oh, come on. We're on in five. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. There has to be something more than what they see. Wholesome and pure, oh, so scared and unsure. A poor man, Sandra D. It is one of my favorite little like ditties the show does where they do these little like throwaway songs. Um, I think it's one of the greats. Um, on the topic of Gleese, though, I have to say the fact that Wall Kitty was taking in all of the skirts, not a single person went, why is it only the waist that all of a sudden doesn't fit? Her top still fits. Her cardigan still fits. The rest of the skirt still looks normal. But mm-hmm. just the waist, yes. Marley has suddenly gained weight inches only in her waist. Skinny um, as a needle. Exactly. Yeah. Stunning, stunning, stunning. Um, but vocally, musically, I love Sandra D. Reprise. I think it's so good. It, it makes me happy. So good. Another example, all these Glee girlies have mommy issues. This is relating directly back to her mom. Marley loves her mommy. She does. You can love your mommy and have mommy issues. Yeah, you can love your mom can be awesome and perfect and great and still have mommy issues because Kitty is using her mom and her physical appearance to demolish Marley and make Marley feel bad about herself. Yes. Mm. And I love TikTok compilations that are like women rage on film and like (laughs) moments when the flip the switch flips in somebody's Mm -hmm. head and this is when the switch flips for marley literally melissa benoist acting fucking in her goddamn bag looking into the mirror her eye twitches and like you can see it she's like oh i know what i need to do i need to be sexual and i know exactly what i need to do yeah the thing that really pops up for me with this storyline Ryder is the one that really talks her out of like hey stop making yourself puke like I don't want to I don't want to kiss someone with barf on their breath and it's like okay I understand that like the Ryder Marley storyline needed to progress but like you know who would have been so much better at this like pep talk 
fucking Mercedes, who is there in this episode doing close to nothing. Mm -hmm. And she could have found Marley in the bathroom and been like, hey, Marley, like, been there with an eating disorder. Let me help. I don't know. We literally already have eating disorder canon castmates. Yes. In Mercedes and to some extent, Sam. Like, Mm -hmm. and also like some extent, Rachel. And to some extent, Rachel. Like, we have the people already. Mercedes could have given a really good talk. This could have, heck, this could have been a really great Sam, you know, the Glee writers acknowledging that they wrote Sam with an eating disorder and then dropped it. Like, you could have done that. And instead, oh, I don't want to taste the vomit on my breath. No. Come on. Ooh. Horrifying. Also, like, are you tonguing Marley in this play? Yeah. You're getting What kind of stage kiss are we doing? Okay. Like, dang. Okay, Ryder. They're going crazy. You're taking your opportunities. Yeah. This is like a hard competition for me. This is a hard competition. And, oh, fuck. I can't. I'm not voting first. AFSA, I'm going to let you Um, vote first. I can vote first because this isn't that hard for me. Um, I'm a Marley stan first. Okay. Um, I actually love Glee. I think it's great. Um, so I will be voting for Sandra D. Reprise. Okay. Okay. I think I'm also going to vote for Sandra D. Reprise. Okay. I was thinking about voting for somewhere, <laughs> so that's okay. 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 A pity vote. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I like I would I think I would be more likely to stream somewhere. I just like the song. That's valid. And, and look, yeah. at, and the reprise is very short. Yeah, short, sweet. Yeah. The clarity of her voice. Yeah, stunning. Yeah. Wow. And I could hear the I, flip. I switch. think that that we still have like the first Noel left, Marlolo, mm-hmm. and first round of the Glacket. But I think that so all Marlolos have been gone through so far we All have Lolo's chasing pavements chasing pavement um wrecking ball yep this and i think we're just unless i'm missing one first noel uh the britney spears one didn't go through oh every time did not go through yeah. and that's okay yeah, yeah. that's yeah every night I never see you in my dreams okay to recap this episode um, I have, let's see, Come What May going through and then Make Him Laugh, not going through, sad. Sad. And then Look At Me, I'm Sandra D. Reprise going through. And I have Glitter in the Air and Somewhere not going through. They're staying behind. Somewhere? Where? Not going through. Um, oh. And then Next to Me, going through to the next round. A song about the apocalypse. Yeah. Thank you for bringing attention to that. I, it's insane how she jumps from like, no, he doesn't do like the simple things. He like, you know, he doesn't cheat. He doesn't, you know. When the building's coming down fast. (laughs) Is that one of the lyrics? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And you want to talk about like bluffing with my muffin? (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I'm just saying. Afsa, to wrap up the episode, I'm going to oh ask you the gosh. question. The age-old question that was written in stone in 1000 BCE. If Glee was still on in the year 2023, what are they singing? Um, So I'm going to go for a sleeper song because it hasn't actually been released. But it's okay. all over TikTok right now. Um, everybody always says they would do Olivia Rodrigo. They definitely would. 
But I'm saying that, like, in a conflict where one of the boys is just not telling the truth, like, you know, he's wishy-washy between does he want to date her, does he not want to date her. They're singing Strange by Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Like, I don't need you to explain why you're not into me. I'm just saying wait, that, is that it's like, strange. Is that released? What, no, what, wait, it's not released. What is that? In my Glannon, um, Glee asked Olivia to release it so they can sing it. Okay. Yeah, it's just a TikTok like audio right yeah, now. Yeah, if you go on TikTok, oh. you type in Strange Olivia Rodrigo, it will come up. I just, I it gives me, gives you hell, Rachel season one vibes. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Where it's like, oh, like, ha ha ha, we're going to all sit here and say like, oh my God, let's sing, you know, a, a, like it's Olivia Rodrigo week, you know, some nice sad ballads. And then this person mm-hmm. comes out with a super petty, passive aggressive song. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need an explanation. I'm just saying that you're a weirdo and you're strange. So, yes. Strange. Would they do an entire TikTok episode with strange? They could do ceilings. They could do, if I'm honest, I'm gonna get in the question. I want to yes. this. I think that they one. would. Yeah. They definitely would. So do that. good. Um, yeah, I don't know that one, but okay. I believe you. Yeah. They would do it. <laughs> I'm just also scared that they would then try to incorporate TikTok dances. Oh, it'd be scary. And we know how Glee does with dancing. So I don't think yeah. we need to. Well, I think that at this, if Glee was still on the air, I feel like it would only stand to reason that they would cast people simply because of their presence on oh, TikTok. Charlie D'Amelio yes. would be the yeah. fuck on Glee. Honestly, I hesitate to think of a world in which Glee continued and breached into songs that I like know because I actually was around for them being released. Mm-hmm. Like I am scared of a lemonade episode. I am yeah. scared of them finally getting the Disney rights and doing a Disney episode. Yes. Um, so honestly, I'm not going to lie guys. Every time you get to this segment, my brain shuts off. I'm terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely scared. Fair. Of the possibilities. Open the floodgates. Uh, yeah. I'm scared yeah. of the possibilities. Um, so mm-hmm. quite frankly, that's the top one on my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair. I love it. I would be okay. I don't even know if I've said this on the record, but like Alien Superstar would be, I would be okay with I'll, Unique singing yes, it. I would be okay with that. That would be good. Yeah. I'm like, mostly scared. <laughs> I'm hilarious. I'm mostly scared that they have, and I'm just, I'm just trying to mentally envision it. I'm mostly terrified that they put Rachel in the yellow hold up dress with the bat. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of that. And I'm also scared of them doing Colors of the Wind. And yeah. once again, giving it to Rachel. I am terrified yep. of both of those mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that strikes me as a Marlolo. Definitely a Marlolo. But... Yeah, but they okay would give it Mar- to Rachel. Yeah, but they would give it to Rachel. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Scary. Okay. So scary. Thank you for saying that because so like so seldom will people be like, Glee actually shouldn't be covering yeah, current songs. For real. So that's really brave. Yeah. Thank I you. Just, it's terrifying. <laughs> Afsa, you have been... Such an iconic guest. Thank you for being yeah. our Gleek of the Week. Um, where can all the listeners find your social media? Uh, so, Afsa Simpson on Instagram. I'll unprivate my account in case anybody wants to follow. Okay. Doing it for Going the public. Going public. Um, I have other socials, but quite frankly, I don't remember the usernames to them. Fair. Um, oh. I do still have a Tumblr. Maybe yes. I'll reveal it. Maybe I won't. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe I'll put all the Gleeks on close friends and drop the Tumblr in there. I love that. Please. That'd be incredible. Close friends. Yeah. Yes. Afsa, again, thank you so much. I love this episode. I love ending a Zoom call and my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. We really got off topic today, which I really 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 love. I got to do my little TED talk on mommy and daddy issues. I love getting to talk about that shit. (laughs) I love it for you. Finally. Yeah. 
Um, to end the episode, we're going to say bye in our All most right, annoying funny. voices after one. Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Gleek of the Week podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Music, Spotify, and leave us a five-star review. You can follow us on social media on Instagram and TikTok at Gleek of the Week Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at GOTWPod. And you can also subscribe to us on Patreon, where you can get bonus episodes, early release, ad-free episodes, as well as guest announcements with the opportunity to send in questions at patreon.com slash Gleek of the Week pod. If you're interested in being our Gleek of the Week, we have a guest submission form in our Instagram and Twitter bios. Gleek! <laughs> our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community and of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs> <laughs>